Well, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this program. Welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. Well, it's Washington Commanders time this coming weekend as we have our first divisional battle of the season. And if you've been listening to my last couple of podcasts, I've been letting you know that our good friend of the program, Johnny, will be joining us here shortly. But before I get to Johnny, thank you for tuning into the program. Remember, you can email the podcast at P-E-T-W-G-P at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts about the game. Ask any question you may have. I'll answer them live on the air. Make sure you do that because I've, I've been saying that for a while and I'm yet to get any questions from anybody. So uh, let's take advantage of that. And, uh, yeah, so Eagles – Commanders clash this weekend. Eagles' first Sunday afternoon game of the year. Doesn't happen until week four, which is interesting. And without any further ado, because uh, we need some explanations and answers as far as what happened last week to the Commanders against the Bills. So, Johnny, welcome back to the program. And uh, I'm sure you might be searching for some answers, too. Uh, thanks for having me again. Always enjoy it. But yes, this past weekend was a pretty rough one. I was there in person in the rain, watching my team just basically get annihilated. And it was tough to watch. It's rough. And then mother nature even rains on you at the same time. So Exactly. So that's a, that's, you're coming off a rough game. Your team's coming off a rough game and you're heading into, uh, now you guys have had a divisional. No, have you played a divisional game this year yet either? We have not. Okay, so this is your first no. divisional game too. Okay. Correct. So, and uh, it's against the NFC champions. I just have to, you know, of course, mention that. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles on the road uh, at the link where, well, I mean, I hate to say it, but you guys knocked us off last year and we were undefeated at that time. So the scenario is painting itself uh, to be a potential repeat. Now, Again, I have to mention. I'd love to see it. <laughs> I know you had a little bit of help from the zebras last year, but um, but you won. I mean, a win is a win. You take them, regardless of how you can get them. And uh, you know, the Eagles are coming off a, a win on Monday night. Uh, they're starting to look a little bit better offensively and uh, defensively. Uh, the Eagles are playing pretty damn pretty damn good right now. So we're going to talk about uh, the keys to the game. When it, but at first, I want to like just again try to talk to you a little bit more, get some more answers. What you think happened? Because that you just mentioned how rough of a game it was to sit through. So what do you what do you like? What went into it? I didn't watch the game at all. I'm still yet to see it. I plan on watching it before uh, we play there on, on Sunday. Uh, watching your game that is the, against the Bills, just to kind of see exactly right. what 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 happened there. But uh, take us through. I mean, you were there in person, even. So what do you think happened and contributed to uh, such a one-sided affair? Unfortunately, you're right. I was there. Uh, it's always fun to go to games, but it's certainly not fun when your team just gets blown out. Um, biggest biggest key was Washington turning the ball over five times. Four picks by our essentially rookie quarterback and oh, a fumble rookie. by Antonio Gibson. Yep. Uh, not a chance you're going to stay close when you have those kind of stats, especially against a good team, right against one of the elite, probably five best teams, one of the top three or four best quarterbacks in the league. Right. And he, he just made plays that there aren't five quarterbacks in the league that can make, Uh, you know, a third and 12, they wrap him up in the pocket. He gets out and scrambles for 28 yards or whatever it was. Those are frustrating I mean, plays. Yeah. It, they're, they're incredibly frustrating. And, you know, the sadly in my case, you know, Washington stadium was at least 50, 50 bills fans. There were a really? lot of blue and red. I was wow. shocked. I mean, I know I the Eagles shocked. take over that stadium down there. Yes, I was really surprised. That is surprising how, because you guys are having a two and zero start. It's not like you know you're not Correct. your own two going in. But I guess I guess the point is is that those fans bought those tickets 
back in May when the schedule first came out. Yeah. From from the from the season ticket holders that would just sell them to whoever they yeah. wanted to, and maybe before the team was even sold. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. That's 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 really the whole point. Like yeah. like I said the last time I was on your pod. Well, you know what that tells me. That Washington, tells me Washington got Washington got exactly what we wanted by getting a new owner, and right. whatever happens this in the season is kind of gravy. Yeah, really. Well, it's, you know, you know what that tells me is that that's going to be another Eagles home game. It probably is because they're not it'll gonna... be it'll probably be it won't be quite as much as the game that you and I went to. No, I don't think so. Either. Back right. last year, right. but it's it's going to be it's going to be. A whole lot of green. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I have no, have no <laughs> doubts about that. And until, until Washington fans have a reason to yeah. hold their tickets and keep them and want to go to the games, yeah, I can't. I can't blame the season ticket holders for selling the games against against the opponents that are going to pay big, you know, big money to buy the tickets off of them. Yeah. Well, before you get, if, before, if I had, right before you get back into the game. Just uh, before I forget to ask, has under the new ownership now, has there been any talks about getting a new stadium? Yeah, I've actually heard that first, I mean, short term, meaning next two to three to five years, they're they're looking at making renovations and improvements to art to FedEx field, which well, one of them can be it's like a it's like putting it's like putting a it's like putting yeah, right it's like putting a, a you know band-aid on a gunshot wound but i think so that 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 there is so depleted i think you should just knock it down and put it on one i i somewhat agree but you have to play somewhere well, in the true. two in the two-year interim where is the old uh, rfk still up play there for a year and it's decrepit <laughs> <laughs> and and it's it is not it, is it, it cannot it cannot support a team. Did they ever but level hope, it? So they never leveled it. It's still there. It's still there. Why? Yeah, and and I don't know. First Cost of all, too much to one, actually one one of the things that I believe the land is actually still owned by the by the federal government oh. or the parks and national park service or something. It that the land itself is still owned by some kind of government entity. Wow. Okay. I mean, so in order, some in order to in order to do something with it, they're going to have to negotiate with that'd be, leadership um, in DC. That'd be so unlike the government to be uh, procrastinating and taking forever to get something. Yeah. Up. Oh yeah, they don't ever do that. Never. Never. Um. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. Get back into the uh, your rhyme and reasons for the uh, collapse last week against the Bills. Yeah. I mean. Four turn, four interceptions and a and a fumble. That'll do it. Five turnovers and they only. They, I think they forced one. They may not have forced any. And nine sacks. I heard they get nine, sacked nine times. Yeah, right. Wow. That that's that's the thing that terrifies me. That Buffalo's pass rush is okay, and they're not okay. They're they're good. They're above average, but they're not Philly level. Listen, you're gonna get to. You're gonna get the next level up. Uh, yeah, and and if 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 the game plan doesn't account for that, I'm afraid our quarterback's going to go off on the golf cart. Well, you want that's, yeah, that's you don't what, want to see that happen. Obviously, I mean nobody roots for injuries, no. but yeah, you got to protect him back there. No, he's he's going to get pummeled if if we if Washington doesn't do something to mitigate the pass rush. So there was a lot of turnovers, a lot of sacks. They couldn't obviously get much going offensively, although. Uh, I, from what I looked at the game stats, it looked like the, you guys were able to run pretty well against the the Bills. That's that's the strange part. Uh, uh, Robinson Jr. ran for seventy yards on ten carries. I mean, he averaged seven yards a carry, but he only got he only got ten carries. Like yeah. they were they were drop they were dropping Howell back too much on yeah way too much. And even even when the running game would get them down inside the you know t- inside the forty inside the thirty, and then they decided okay we're we're gonna we're gonna drop our quarterback now back now and and we're probably not gonna be able to block their pass rush and yeah that that led to turnovers and you know 
Powell played he played a poor game. There's no other way to say it, but yep. I'm I'm not sure that I'm not sure that anybody could have played that much better with when you're getting the, sacked. With, with, yeah, when you're when you're just pressured on every single snap and you know, you're you're you just don't have more than a second and a half or two to get rid of the ball. Most of those sacks come in the second half because I know it was relatively close, at least in the first half of that game. So was it? No. Was it, so they came it in actually, the first half too. Okay. Yeah. No. It was. It was actually. I. I. I don't have the stats in front of me. I. I would guess that more of the sacks happened in the first half. Wow. Okay. And 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 Washington actually, the defense. I'll give the defense a little bit of credit. Despite all the short fields and and you know the turnovers that gave that gave Buffalo great field position, yep. it was still only sixteen to zero at half. I mean, uh, Buffalo got in the red zone twice and only got two field goals out of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it quite on it could have been twenty eight to zip at halftime. Quite well, honestly, yeah, and I guess it gets back to because I was talking about the running game, and it kind of begs the question: and, and why didn't you stick with the run more in the first half, especially if your quarterback was yeah. getting, you know? You'd have, life. you'd have to ask. You'd have to ask Eric Bieniemy and Ron Ron Rivera that. <laughs> Eric Bieniemy. It sounds like he got Andy Reid ice and uh, just pass, pass, where pass, he pass, just, pass, where pass, he just wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Wanted wanted to show everybody how high po- how high powered his offense is. That, that could be too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's not going to be that's not going to be the way to win this coming week. No, no, you want to. You want to certainly can't afford to turn the ball over. I mean, that goes with any game, but, you know, especially when you're on the road. And uh, you saw what happened even returning the ball over at home. It doesn't help you out at all. No. So, yeah, turnovers. And the Eagles, you know, they've been turning the ball over a little bit more than than normal. I mean, typically Jalen's not a – doesn't turn the ball over much, but he's thrown a couple picks. Now, one pick last – on Monday night was – the receiver ran the wrong way. So that one you don't count against Jalen. But the And then the other one that he threw in the end zone – that guy made a heck of a play. I don't know if you watched that game at all, but uh, their their safety came over. They were going to Devontae in the corner of the end zone. It was a pretty deep pass, like 30-something yards down. And the safety kind of came out of nowhere. It was still kind of a forced pass, so I do put this one more on Jalen. But it was a great play by the uh, defensive back of the uh, – um, who the heck were they playing? Um, Tampa. Tampa, thanks. Yeah, so – but – he has turned the ball. He's fumbled once already uh, and lost it. So, you know, if you guys are able to get some, create some turnovers, that can obviously change, you know, change the aspects of the game. I mean, I know it's, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of obvious to say that, but yeah, turnovers I was are say, always that's, key. That's a cliche, but yeah, turnovers are always key. Yeah. So no, um, I think I think the I think the game the game in Buffalo the game against Buffalo on uh, Sunday would have been a whole lot different without the two Howell pits in the first half. Yeah. Were they forced no. picks or were they created by the Bills, would you say? They were – honestly, they were poor decisions by a young, inexperienced quarterback. Okay. That's fair. They, I mean, they, 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 were, rookie, they were passes – they were passes that when you look back, you say, you cannot throw that. Yeah. If, if they would have been fluky tip balls, I'll, I'll give the quarterback the benefit of the doubt. Right. In this case – he didn't get the benefit of the doubt on at least three of the picks. Yeah, they I mean, were they were he stared he stared down receivers. Yeah. he he threw into either double in one case triple coverage. Yeah, and paid for it. stuff you can't do in the NFL level. Yeah, correct. Which correct. he'll learn. I mean, you know, I know it's frustrating to go through learning curves of of quarterbacks when they're rookies, but you know, you got to go through it and you got to expect there's going to be some uh, some bumps oh, yeah. on the road. And he obviously had a bump uh, last week and uh so we'll see if he's able to correct some of those mistakes uh against another you know dominant pass rush this week so it's not getting easier for him right in that aspect of it um but sometimes it's good to have a bad game like that and then get on the road you know and not you know sometimes it's best to just get away and go on the road and travel sometimes right um so we'll see i mean uh we're gonna we'll get into the uh Keys of the game. I just wanted to. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add about the um, about the game itself against the Bills. Other than the fact that it was it was still only sixteen to nothing late third quarter, Washington's driving. They're they're inside the twenty five of Buffalo, 
So I'm, we're sitting there thinking, okay, this is still a game. You get a touchdown here, maybe go for two. You probably would at that point. You might be down less than a, you know, down to a one score game with still a quarter left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they howl through another pit, stared a receiver down on the, on the outside. Micah Hyde, who is just honestly an unbelievable player. He picked, he yeah. picked Howell off twice. Okay. And what else can you do? Yeah. You just hope that your quarterback learns from it. That's really what you, and you kind of just, this is one of those games where you just kind of have to learn from it and forget about it because you can't afford to be dwelling on that loss heading into hostile territory in Philadelphia on Sunday. You know? Right. And, and I think, I think that's one thing that no, being that I know Howell from, being a UNC fan for since I was a baby, basically <laughs> growing up in North Carolina, I've, I've watched every snap of Howell since he was a freshman starting yeah. as a true freshman. Yeah. He's, he does, he does have a short memory. That's good. That's a good attribute. He, he does, he does, he does let it go and get, you know, get it out of his way. Um, I, I think from that standpoint, the, the mental standpoint, he's tough. He's he's gonna bounce back. He's gonna he's gonna not saying that he's gonna do any better because I don't know if if the team around him is built to do any better against Philly. Uh, but he's he's not gonna you know tuck his head in like a turtle and and shy away from from playing. He's a he's a gamer. He's a baller, and I'm I'm fine with that. That's those are good attributes to have. Um, that's a lot like yes. Jalen Hurts. That's that's what we always loved about Hurts. We weren't sure how good he'd be as far as a quarterback, but right. early on, you knew that this guy was a leader, great leader. Uh, yeah, yes, he exactly. didn't let things bother him. You know, he was just yeah. he never got too high, never got too low. He was just always, you know, he works his ass off to improve and. Right. Yeah, that's what he always liked about Hurts right off the gut go. And then he has gotten better as a quarterback, clearly, since his, you know, since his rookie year. But um but yeah, so that that's, that's I just that's what I'm saying with Howell is if he's got at least that, then he then the other stuff can uh he can always improve on. But some quarterbacks are head cases. I mean Carson Wentz, perfect example. Guy's not a leader. Totally not a leader, has all the quarterback attributes you want. Good yeah. arm, you know, he could throw the ball. He can make all the throws, Mo- but mobile. he's got he's, – yeah, he's mobile, but he's not a good quarterback. Can't read defenses that well. He lets things get to him. Uh, confidence yeah. gets shattered. Body, body, body language. Body language is horrible. He's not a good team player. He's like a, he's like his own guy in the island all the time. And you can't have that as a quarterback. Um, and so that's why he hasn't even – I mean, think about it. Think about how far his star has fallen. I mean, you have the yeah. Jets who could use anybody at quarterback right now, and they're not even calling Connor Swenson. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's, I agree. It's sad and it's kind of comedic at the same time because I, personally, I lost a lot of respect for Wentz when he when they drafted Jalen Hurts and then he wind his way down to Philadelphia. That just again, that it, it just epitomizes that he's not a leader. If you're not willing to fight for your job for a team who just gave you a huge contract, even, and you ask out of Philly because you don't want to be yeah. compete for your job. And see you later. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on your way out. That's the way I look at sure. it. Sure. Anyway, they don't mean to go off on a uh, on a Carson Wentz uh, tangent there, but um, all right. So we're going to get into the keys of the game. Their injury list uh, again. It's only Wednesday that we're recording this. Typically, I have a uh, I record the pregame a little bit later in the week, but um, we'll just say this: the Commanders right now are. Pretty much completely healthy. They have a couple guys that were limited in practice, but by the time Friday goes around, uh, I would think the expectation is that they're going to be a go. Um, but so make sure you, you check out the injury report there on Friday because this will be my last podcast before the before the post game. Uh, so this is my last podcast for the week. Um, the Eagles, they got a few guys that uh, did not practice today. Um, again, I don't know how you know much you want to read into that. Like Quez Watkins was still – not practicing. He hasn't played the last couple of weeks with his hamstring. Um, Sidney Brown didn't practice today, but I, 
he's got a hip issue, but I think that, uh, you know, again, pay attention to what happens on Friday. They could very well be out there practicing on Friday. If they're not, typically if they're not practicing on Friday, uh, then they are more than likely to miss the game. So, um, so just uh, keep an eye on that. I know normally I have more of an updated injury list uh, to go through, but uh, it is only Wednesday. All uh, right. So we're going to get into uh, with Johnny now the keys to the game. So what does Washington need to do against the Eagles to be successful and to potentially pull out a, a victory this uh, this Sunday? So, Johnny, what are your what would you say the keys to the game are for your uh, for your commanders? What do they need to do to be successful? Washington has to run the ball and at least reasonably stop Philly's run game. That's, yeah, that's a cliche. Of course, I understand that. Yeah, some of these answers but, are obvious, but you know what? Sometimes that is actually the key to the game. You know, so it is. Yeah, that is the key to this game. Washington has to has to control the clock. Limit the number of possessions. They're they're not going to win a shootout, clearly, and they, you know, the 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 game last year at the link that Washington won. Washington ran the ball forty nine times, which is absurd. That's a lot. That is a whole lot. But they won that game, and right? that's the game they won. That? Is that the game they won? Right. It is. Yeah. There you go. And that's. They they limited possessions. They kept they kept time of possession in that game. I think Washington was close to forty minutes. Well, the, we, out of the sixty, we just were talking about turnovers, right? The Eagles turned that ball turned the ball over four times in that game. So, right. So there you go. Yeah, time I of mean, possessions impacted by obviously, that. Obviously, yeah. You got you got Washington has to limit possessions and at at least break even, if not win the turnover. They're going to they, probably they, have to win the turnover the ball over I think five times against Buffalo. I think if they if they're able to, I think if Washington's able to create a turnover or two, then that gives them a shot. I mean, I think they're going to have to. I think this is one of those games. They where are. They are going to have. They're to. going to have to create a turnover, uh, at least one. And the Eagles Agreed. are turning the ball over right now, so it's a good time to be playing them from that point of view. Yes, from that standpoint, I guess. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about. My uh, good friend, and I say this with a lot of sarcasm, uh, Terry McLaren, the Eagle killer. Uh, I love the guy as a player, but I hate when he plays the Eagles. Now, that being said, Slay has been doing a really good job in him the last few games. I mean, he has not really gone off on the Eagles for a while. I think, in fact, the last time they played, I think Dotson was the guy who got in the end zone. But he was. that being said, McLaren is dangerous. And uh, I don't know has he how he's been playing so far this year. I mean, outside I, of last none, week, none of none of Washington's rece- receivers have actually really lit the league on fire at this point. Yeah, but why do you think that is? I mean, out of I mean, outside of well, last game, you had the weather, you had your game was out of control, but like with the first two games, so you're saying that you haven't really got going with Dotson and McLaren yet? Definitely not. No, well, I hope that continues. Neither, neither one of the, neither one of them are averaging even fifty yards a game. Wow! So they're off a of major. And they're, and they're both they're both capable of doing a lot more than that. Well, we know that definitely definitely are. So what is what would you say is the reason that is that the is that the new offense that the enemy factor going on there? Could be. I mean, I will say this: neither neither McLaurin or 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 Dotson are are busting out right now, but Washington has 10 players that have caught passes in every game. Okay. And that's, I mean, I will say Howell is spreading the ball around. Yep. Uh, Which is typically he's, a good thing. Throwing, yeah, yeah it, exactly. That is a good thing. Uh, that, that was a problem in the Buffalo game was that he tended to stare his main guys down and that got him into a lot of trouble, which, that's what happens with young quarterbacks. So he tried to get the ball uh, to McLaren and Dodson, and he was staring them down. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. Correct. Or a Curtis Samuel also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you guys have weapons. I forgot about Samuel. He's another guy. There, be, there are be there are weapons too. on this team. There yeah. really are. Yeah, so maybe it's you, you might be having the same challenges the Eagles are because they have not been able to fire on all cylinders yet either offensively. 
And we also have right. a new offensive coordinator. And you know these guys don't play in the preseason, which always drives me nuts that they don't at least get some playing time. Maybe the Washington did, but the Eagles didn't play anybody, um, any of their starters. And I really think that that's a factor in September games. It takes a while for these teams to figure out and get in sync. And it makes for some sloppy, yeah. bad football in the beginning of the season. Right. So I don't like it, man. I, I just I mean, the the NFL the NFL is pretty much legislated yeah. preseason out of out of nobody cares about it at all. Yeah, and yet they still have to pay full boat for a yeah. ticket to watch the game, which is ridiculous. That's right. It's just insane. If you're if you're a season ticket holder, you're paying for that pro, for that cost. That is outrageous that they do that. Yeah. To your point, I, I mean know. these games are completely meaningless. So you don't even see the starters. They're not even suited up a lot of times. They're just sitting on the hey, sideline. Right. Exactly. They're wearing sweatpants yeah. on the sideline. It's and they know. then it's they charge full boat for the season ticket. And that's insane. Um anyway, going off on another tangent there. Um but um yeah, but I do think it, it speaks to I don't think it's just a coincidence that both of our teams have new offensive coordinators and both of our teams have not been able I mean the Eagles have got their running game going. That clearly is that the you know, DeAndre Swift has been awesome. But sure. But that's always been a strength of the Eagles anyway, you know, is their offensive line and opening holes. And now they have a back that's just having a great start here. But the passing game is when you really need, I mean, what does that take, right? It takes you being in sync. It takes everyone knowing where they need to be. It's not as simple as the running games are, right? So of course, I don't think it's just a coincidence that the commanders and the Eagles and maybe some other teams out there that have new offensive coordinators this year are having issues getting going here uh, early in the season. That's an entirely good point. Yeah, I they just haven't think had enough time. About they it. haven't had enough time against live bullets. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you can't get the same feel of the game if you're just in practice mode. You know, right? It's just not the same. You're not being hit. You can't hit the quarterback. You know, so uh, yeah, I definitely think if I was a coach, number one, I would have my guys play at least a quarter in two of the preseason games. That's just me, though. But I really think that – I believe that that's how you get your team prepared for the season. Then you're not going through they're, all these – They're also terrified that they're going to get hurt. Yeah, but look how many people have been hurt already anyway. Look how many big games have gone down in the league. Nick Chubb, right? Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of other guys too. Uh, Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Chargers, done for the year. Right. So there's three big names. That have already been lost, and as others have probably have not even. Dob- Dobbins from the Ravens. Yeah, right. There you go. Dobbins. Yeah. So, does it really prevent injuries? Or, my theory is, it might even cause more injuries. I know. Yeah. I, I wonder about that too. You know, so I don't think it's football. You know, this isn't golf. Uh, you, there's going to be injuries, and you deal with them. If a guy gets hurt in a preseason, yeah, does it suck? Of course. But you can also get hurt on third play of the regular season, like Aaron Rodgers. That's like Aaron Rodgers did, yeah. exactly. I mean, it's just it's a it's a contact sport, and it could it could be it could be argued that if, if Rodgers had played a few series yeah. in the preseason, he might have thrown a ball away quicker might, or scrambled earlier. Yeah, because he might not. Yeah, he might not have torn his ACL. Exactly, his that's and, my point. Yeah, they're a little yeah. slower to react because they haven't been facing live bullets. Right. Yeah, that's kind of the point I'm making. I have no proof of it, but to me, it's not preventing injuries. Seems pretty logical. Yeah. We know it's not preventing injuries. Whether it's causing more, that's debatable, but it's not preventing them. So, anyway. Right. I'm going off on – I'm going to call this the tangent show because I keep just going off on these <laughs> tangents here. Uh, so, getting back and focusing back on the game. Um, uh, yeah, so what, what else – what other – Major factors or you know keys to the game that you feel that uh, that Washington must execute in order to win, or, or you or you wrap that up. I mean, there's no no chance that Washington can win unless they win the turnover battle. They it's probably got to be plus two. They were they were minus five against or no excuse me minus four against Buffalo. Yeah, that's impossible they, to win when you typically yeah, don't win if you're minus against a, I, that's impossible to win against yeah. the Bears, but that's yeah. it. Absolutely, un, un possible against 
Buffalo. Yeah. So, I mean, I do think that score is misleading, especially when you see that there's that many turnovers in the game. If it was no turnovers and you lost 30, what, a 7-3, whatever it was, then right. you'd, be, I'd, you'd probably be more concerned. Uh, oh, definitely. Yes. No, I mean, there, there was – even way late into the third quarter, there was a decent chance that Washington could make it a game. Yeah, they're 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 inside the red zone, down sixteen to nothing, late third quarter, crowds getting into it, and they're through another pick. So I'm gonna... on, on third and on third and six, I mean it, it's a pass that he shouldn't have thrown, but he's only started four games. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have some everybody that's everybody that's broken in a quarterback knows what I'm talking about. I mean, it happens. Yeah, yeah he's gonna he's gonna go through growing pains with him. Hurts Her, has had those games, and yep. everybody else too. For sure, for sure. So, if yeah. I'm gonna make you defensive coordinator now for the Commanders, so what are the okay. keys for your defense against the Eagles? I'm still gonna make Hurts beat me over the over the top. Yep. I, I am not. I am not going to let Swift go eighteen carries for a buck twenty. Yeah, There's, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. You know he's the I'm second gonna, leading I'm rusher in the league right now. He didn't even play the first yes. game. Yeah, the only no, trails I, yes, for I'm, 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 I'm not going to. I am not going to get gashed up the middle. If, yeah. if Hurts can beat me over the top, and he probably can, with if I if I put seven or eight in the box and he can he can beat me over the top, then I'll let him do it. Um, you, you, definitely you, you definitely will if you give him time. You definitely will if he has time. You know, let's see I, I, you know. right. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. The the, I'd rather, I'd rather lose by him coming over the top than than getting gashed see up the middle. Off. Yeah, yeah. I. That's that's like death by paper cuts. I'm and I'm I'm if I if, if I'm the one calling the shots, I'm not going out like that. Tell you, you know, Howie's on a run here in recent years of just, you know, every movie makes is just paying off uh, big time. And Swift is another one. I mean, you know, he found out he found out that uh, he was available in Detroit, pounced on it, made a trade, didn't give him much away. And local kid too, anything away, not much at all. Local kid. I mean, he's right from he's right from outside Philly. Played in high school right outside, you know, area. And um, he's been unbelievable so far. Unbelievable, it really has. He's been fun to watch. No, he, no yeah, I, I mean for Eagle fans. As much as I, as much as I hate that he's playing for the Eagles now, I, I always liked him in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, he, I did. He, and here's the thing: they haven't even really opened up or showed his other part of the game, which has always been like his strength, and that's in the receiving game. Like he's just running the ball right now. But they've always said that he's a great receiver out of the backfield, and the Eagles haven't even. Really shown much. They of haven't really shown that. Yeah, maybe they showed right. that this week against your Commanders. I don't know. I mean, you got a good. Well, you got one of the best defensive lines they're going to be going against. So maybe they're going to. Maybe you'll see more Swift. You know, uh, receiving. We'll see. Might be a little wrinkle we're going to throw at you this weekend. Yeah, that's there. Hopefully, Washington has a few wrinkles up their sleeve too. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, you you know you but have. They, they cannot. They can't. They cannot drop Howell back thirty eight times and let no. him get sacked ten times. He'll, I would not advise that either. He'll 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 come out on a stretcher. Yeah, this Eagles team is. Uh, this line is. It's. I mentioned in my my last podcast, and I don't throw this around lightly at all when I say this. You know, in fact, I don't think I've ever said this since the early nineties. Eagles. And that is, and I'm not saying they're there yet, but I'm saying I'm seeing flashes of that 90s, early 90s Eagles defensive line with Reggie, Jerome Brown, and those guys. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying they're there yet because I would never do that. I have way too much respect for that D-line back then. But there are times already this year where I'm like – Clyde Simmons. Clyde Simmons, yeah, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to forget Clyde. Uh, there are times when this D line is starting to be that fun to watch. When you just know that your quarterback's got two seconds to get rid of that ball, or he's going to be on his ass, and that's right. That's they're starting to look like that, uh, which is again for the Eagle fans, that's me uh, super excited. Be exciting because I haven't seen that on Eagles for thirty years. 
I mean, they've always had a good line. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they had 70 sacks last year, almost broke the record. But, you know, but even then, I'd never, I'd never put that line up against that uh, 90s Eagles team. Um, they just yeah. happened to get a lot of sacks last year. Uh, not that, again, not that they're not good. I know they're good, but this line is starting to get fun to watch, which is like you almost expect it. And, uh, yeah. So we'll see. They got a little bit ways to go before I, I, I fully commit to saying get that they're as good as that line, but I'm seeing glimpses of it. Um, yeah. So, and, and you're speaking of D line, you guys have a formidable line yourself, you know, Montez sweat, Chase Young and the two guys that you have, the two defensive tackles that are our defensive tackles are hoping to supersede and pass one day as being the best tandem in the league. Again, I don't think you can say that right now, but they're they're getting there already at a young age. Um, but I'm not going to put them ahead of your guys yet. But uh, but you have a good line, really good line. So this will be a test for the Eagles uh, this week too. Right. I mean that that. Really, like I said, the only the only way Washington stays close in this game is to get get a strip sack fumble, get get in the backfield a lot, yeah. tackles for loss, uh, shut down the run, sacks on third and seven, yeah, and yeah, the Eagles have not been executing. They can handles. do that. They have not been good. They, at third they, they were not they were not able to do that at all against Buffalo. Right. Yeah. And the Eagles have been struggling they, at third they downs. Barely, they barely touched. They barely touched Joss Allen, which is pretty disheartening. Well, I hope that trend continues. But you're right. That's right. definitely a key. They cannot afford to uh, to let the Eagles sustain drives like that. Um, no. Who are the two guys? I know one's Payne, right? I'm forgetting the other guy's name. It's, yeah. John, Jonathan Allen and Durant. Allen. Payne. That's right. Allen and Payne. Yeah. 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 Those are, those yeah, are two monsters there. They're they're in the in, they're the interior guys, right? Yep. Sweat, Sweat, and Chase Young are the yep. are the are the edges. Yeah, I couldn't remember the two interior guys. I remember Payne, yeah. but I couldn't remember the other guys. Yes, yeah, Payne and Allen. Allen. Yeah, and uh, so let's see what else we want to chat about here. Um, how's your um? Is he? I can't remember. Is it Washington has got that really good punter? Is it you guys? Yes. It Tress is right. Way. What's his name? Tress Way. Like he could kick the heck out of the ball, right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's been the probably best player on the team, which <laughs> that sucks when hey, your that's important, is your best Special player. Special teams on the team. is yeah, you don't want him to be your best it, player on the team, but I get yeah, what you're saying. Right. You don't want yeah, but he's yes, he's a he's been a stud for yeah eight or nine, ten, whatever years. He, yeah. yeah, he's he's great. Yeah, I thought he was one of the better punters in the league. Yeah. yeah, he is. I hope I hope we don't have to use him that much. But <laughs> I was just gonna when, say, I'm sure when, when we when we do, I, I I expect a good 58 yard with good hang time and yeah. pin him pin you into the side of 20. Yep. And that's yeah. yeah. No, he's he's still he's still that good. Well, he's a lot better than our punter. I know that we've had a revolving door at the punter uh, position here the last couple of yeah. years, so um, we're still trying to find ours. Um, so, I mean, special teams in these divisional games is why I brought it up, you know, can be important too because of, of you know, um, field positioning and all that, you know, can play a yeah. key role. And and a, a, a make or miss field goal could be important too. Well, we have a great kicker. I'm not worried about. You know, yeah, your kicker is. I'm, I'm not worried I'm about Jake. Le- I'm, less, I'm less sure about our guy, Joey Sly. You gave him the Dolphins? Where did he kick before you guys? Oh, Carolina, right? Was he in Carolina? Panthers, yeah, Panthers, I think right. Carolina. Yeah. yeah, he's not bad though, right? He's pretty decent. Eh, I mean, I wouldn't say he's a top, top, bar- top guy. Bar- but he's barely he's... above average. Is he really? Okay, I remember him kicking well for Carolina. Oh, he's got a leg. He's he he can kick a sixty, you know, sixty yarder, but yeah. he can also miss a thirty-eight yarder when oh, you okay. need it. All right. Yeah, consistency is not there. What's the uh? What's the weather supposed to be on Sunday afternoon? Have you uh, had a chance to take a look at that? I have not. That's why I'm asking. I actually haven't either. Okay. I don't think it's supposed to – well, I know it's supposed to rain here, which, you know, we're both in the northeast, um, but I'm a little further north. I think it was supposed to rain here on Saturday, they're saying, but uh, I don't know about Sunday. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't looked at what the weather's yeah. like in Philly this weekend. Yeah. I, I do know now that Washington's – Played 
two of their three games, both at home in in rainy Rain conditions. Both. You rep both of them. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which does that make it three in a row? Because it because it rained a little bit in our game too. No, uh, last year. It did, didn't it? Yeah, a little uh, bit. We we, you know, we, lot, we a he Evan. We actually went to the last. We went to the last. Oh, we went uh, to the Cowboys game. game against Dallas. Yeah, against. Right, was that good weather? Yeah, it right. was. It I was, was going to say. Cold, I was starting was, to think yeah, maybe it was, it's you. It was like the January first. Yeah, no, right. yeah. I think you were bringing up the rainy weather. All right. Yeah. Okay. So at least you had one. All right. So what I'm seeing is Sunday looks like it's in Philly, seventy five degrees and. 12% chance of rain, so okay. it should be okay. Should be good. 75, sunny, too, that's most, nice. Mostly sunny. Yeah, that's football looks like decent weather. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Ho- that's hopefully cool. Sam will have a, a decent day to throw the ball, and we'll do – do exactly that, but I I don't know. If, I mean, if they can't if they can't keep him off his ass, then there's not a prayer that, that key, Washington that Washington can even stay close. I think the entire NFL is going to hate the fact that the Bears let Jalen Carter fall to the Eagles. Oh, I no Seattle I already regretting it. Fall. Or Seattle's another one. Who they end up Seattle? Well, they pass on him too. You're right. Yeah, no, that was the one that after the Bears didn't draft him when I when when Seattle was on the clock, I was like, okay, this is obvious they're going to draft him, and yeah, then right. they Seattle didn't. Passed on him too. You're right. Yes, I, yes, I was. That dude, I tell you, man, throw, throwing things, throwing things at the television. I can't believe. I don't know how much you watched the Eagles. Maybe you caught him on Monday night, but it's a, a this little guy bit. Is, not not enough. Yeah, I know he's unblocked. He's already. It's amazing how he's this young, he's barely in the league, and he's already yes. an impact player. Yes, I know. I I was texting you on draft night saying I can't believe <laughs> you're getting ready to pull this off. Oh man, Seattle Seattle got uh, was it Devon Weatherspoon? Oh Weatherspoon, okay. Who, who was our and, guy? And, we liked and him. he's a stud. He was no, our top. Don't corner. get me wrong. He's a he's a great player. Yeah. Well, maybe they were trying to fill a position in need. You know, I mean, maybe they really desperately needed a cornerback. No, that's I, 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 as much as I'm upset that you ended up with Carter, I can't really fault. I can't fault Seattle for taking him. I can fault Chicago for that's not taking mean. him. The Bears, they had a chance to take him, and they just they actually traded with the Eagles, gave the Eagles the pick. They just they suck. They're like, here, that's you, can, you can take him. Thanks. That's why they're. That's why they're going to be getting that's Caleb why, Williams. That's why they're one of the worst in teams in the league. Nine months. Yeah, you don't think they could use him right now? Yeah, they're going to. They they're already in tank mode. They're going to get Caleb Williams. My boy Caleb. My USC boys. They're, they're looking good. Bears are going to go at best three and fourteen. Do you think they would draft Caleb? Probably because they're still high on their guy. But I don't. I mean, no, they're. When when they get the chance to they they had the number one pick this year and could have gotten Bryce Young, which honestly I'm I'm not that sold on him either. Yeah, but Caleb Williams is a big He's step awesome. up from Bryce Young. Yeah, I mean big so, step. So up. even though they're all high on Josh, they're uh, what's they're, they're what's the guy? They're doing? not that high on Fields. Yeah, Fields. they will they will draft Caleb Young if they get the first. It's Josh Fields, right? Is his first name Josh? Um, Justin. Justin. Okay, I knew it was Sterling J. Justin Fields. Yeah, yes, Justin Fields. Yeah, you yeah, have to. He, I think you're right. I think you got to take. You know, no, if you're, if, yeah, you're. He's had. This will be his third year, and he has still hadn't really done anything. You trade Fields with the Jets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for an eighth round. Yeah, for an eighth round pick, which doesn't even exist yet. Fields. Fields is. Yeah, he's a total bust. Yeah. I, I don't see him doing anything. I thought he was overrated. Going into the season, you'd think this guy was like the next coming of, you know. I'm like, what is he ever showing? I mean, yeah, he's got running ability, but I have not seen him pass the ball well yet. But people were talk, no. hyping him up big time for the season. And uh, as we see, it's not, he's not doing a heck of a lot. It hasn't worked. No, and no. it's not going to work because he cannot, he cannot pass the football in the NFL. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He, can, he can run. Because you're going to get yourself to hurt. Extent. In this league, you can't just be a running guy. You will get hurt. No. 
Yeah, yeah, he. That's not enough to win football games. Yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna be top two or three pick, and then they're gonna for sure. Yeah, there there's no doubt. I don't, I don't think Chicago will win more than three games. All right, so it's prediction time. Put you on the spot. All right, you're representing okay. the Commander fan base. And, okay. Uh, so what are your uh, what's your prediction? Give me a final score prediction on the game on Sunday. All right. I am having a really hard time seeing Washington keep this game close. Uh, I believe this is 27 to 10 Eagles. 27, 10. All right. 27, 10. Yeah. That's why we bring I you on. Cause you're a, you're a, I believe, uh, I believe that Washington will get a touchdown and a field goal, but they'll, they'll, be behind for most of the game, and that that touchdown might even end up being in you know garbage time. I I, I really wish I was wrong, but I don't see I don't see a way that I know you're that, a passionate this, fan, this, so you're not you know. This, I understand you coming off. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a. Yeah, I'm not a homer. Yeah, you're realistic. That's why I bring you on here because I know you're gonna be a fair. Gonna give us fair assessment. Washington. Washington's gonna get hammered this weekend. All right, so he's not. He's not feeling. He's not getting the feels for a potential upset here. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, neither am I. I think the Eagles should be able to take care of business here. Um, yeah. Maybe later in the season, Washington might have a little bit more momentum going into the the second second game. We'll see. But in this one, I just don't. I think the Eagles are getting better every week, and Washington obviously is coming off a really rough game, and uh, with a young quarterback that is coming off a game like that, you wonder now if he's going to get those happy feet. Right. Uh, which is always dangerous when he gets crushed like he did last week of nine sacks and four turnovers. Hey. You can get these quarterbacks, especially when they're young, can start getting happy feet and skittish out of the pocket. and That's never good. I mean, I'm not trying to say that that's going to happen, but I've seen it happen to Eagles quarterbacks. So, um, Valid concern. Yeah, so if, if in with the Eagles line, they definitely have – this is not probably the best, the best team to be playing next after that coming out of that rough game. And so for those type of reasons, I see the Eagles, I kind of got a little higher score for both teams. I'm looking at around a 31 to 16 game uh, Eagles. And um, I think the key, the real key to the game is if Washington is able to keep this game close, um, it may be a close game. Uh, if, and I know what kind of statement is that? It sounds ridiculous. But what I mean by that is, if the if they get down, Captain Obvious. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is the most obvious statement. What I mean by it, the meaning behind that statement is it's not just a blank, it's a blank statement. Is if they get down early, like if Washington's down thirteen nothing, seventeen nothing, the Eagles are going to send the Wolves after Howell. I mean, they will be Definitely. bringing it every down, and that's when the game can be you know get away really quick. Um, they can. So that's what I mean by that. <laughs> totally obvious statement. If, they, if it's going to be a close, if they keep close, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, no kidding. And the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Um, no, I agree. But you know I, what I mean? I'm just it, trying to say the, that. The, 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 point, the point is for Washington to have any chance, they have to be down less than a score at halftime. Yeah, I don't see a comeback if they get they're, down. They're not, yeah, they're not, they're not built to come back. Right against a quality. I mean, they they did come back against Denver. They right, were, but we they just saw down, their defense. They were down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just gave them seventy points. That, they're yeah, they're they're going to end up being one of the five worst teams in the league this year. And for all the for all the talk that Sean Payton made, I'm actually kind of glad to see that. Yeah, yeah. He he. I actually I kind of liked him before, but when he came out and and just publicly dogged the previous coach and then and then proceeded to go zero and three and give up 120 something points in three games yeah he's a, he's an eagle maniac that's he's always been that's bad. karma that's karma yeah right there yeah and i'm and i'm not disappointed to see it yeah i mean i but, would normally give you some credit for coming back against a team but yeah not, it Denver's was, a, it was a good example. comeback how how played exceptionally well last week against denver but <laughs> now we see that Denver, yeah. Denver's not going to win more than four games this year. They gave up a 70-burger. 
<laughs> it even sounds crazy I, saying that, but yeah, yeah like, <laughs> a seventy seventy burger. burger, not in two games, one game. Yeah, yeah, we that that's not even part of the vocabulary because it never happens. Never happens, I mean, but never. it happened. Crazy. They did that without Jay, uh, Waddle too. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm starting to right now think that. Miami Dolphins could be, be for uh, real. on the fast track to be in the Super Bowl. For real. All right, yeah. so Johnny, for the record, 27 to 10. He has the Eagles beating his commanders, although we know that he will be rooting hard for the commanders to upset our birds. And uh, I've got uh, 31 to 16 Eagles, and we'll see how it all transpires on this Sunday afternoon. So, Johnny, once again, man, I always appreciate you coming on to the program. It's great to have you on. You give us a nice – course fair a great assessment of your commanders and and um we didn't get much into the nfc's but we'll do that maybe next time we have you on because we do play each other a little bit later down the road normally i wish you good luck but i can't do that this weekend heck no i can't it's it's uh go birds all the way and uh i hope we send you to two and two and we'll go to four and oh and we'll uh and we'll meet again in a few weeks i guess you know um but we'll see we'll see eagles got to play smart don't turn the ball over because um, we know what can happen. They did it four times last time they played the Washington at the link and uh, didn't end too well for, for our birds. Uh, so thanks again, Johnny. Really appreciate it. Definitely. All right. With that being said, thank you for tuning in to the Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. Make sure you subscribe, like, follow, and all that kind of fun stuff. We'll see you at the post game after the game on Sunday. The podcast will come out sometime later that evening. And until then, go birds, fly, eagles, fly, and we'll catch you next time. Put up eagles, Dr. Jeff. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again.